Check, check, check. How long gone? Um, it is a beautiful, warm Tuesday here in Los Angeles, California. The U.S. Open is on the flat screen. Them jeans is in my uh, ears. So um, I'm ready to go. I don't know about you. I see that. Well, yeah, first of all, you have a flat screen. That's sick. And second <laughs> of all, you're... <laughs> I didn't want to. I didn't want to brag, but I mean, you know, it, it felt like the right time. No, I get it. I get it. I mean, how do you not get a flat screen TV and not want to tell the friends and family about it? No, totally. Brag a little bit. Well, you know, um, oh, I pointing out initially. Usually, your your background, your Zoom background, is just a white wall. People will make comments about it on the show through the through the years and months. You know, are you in a detention center? Are you mm -hmm. in loss prevention mm -hmm. room at Walmart, sleeper cell, mm -hmm. whatever it may be? And now you've pivoted ninety degrees, and we get to see your bookshelf. What's what's the the functional unit of this? Is what it has a name, right? Well, first of all, let me let me explain. It's a whole system. Well, let me explain to you why I've had to shift. It's because we had there was some sort of <laughs> there was some sort of like left over from the the previous owner of the home like a weird tent on the window and it was like peeling off so we when we had some renovations done recently we had it removed so the sun is much brighter uh coming through and it's hitting directly where i used to sit in my jail cell. Uh, okay so does that mean so you removed the tint because it was starting to peel and well it was colored it was a little unsightly and i also i don't mind more sun obviously natural light is what we live for here in los angeles so that's no problem but it does impact my seating um, which is why I'm being, okay. and, but yes, behind me is my Vitso shelving system. Well, I, th I, th I think you answered my next question. Sorry to interrupt was, are you, you're not going to retint with a new tint. You're going to, you're going to go bare bones. You know, as, as well as all the listeners, I'm anti tint. I want, I want you to see me rolling. Yeah, um, I know. you know, but this, this, this window is, is very large and high up. He likes to be watched. It's not really, it's not really that big of a deal, but yeah, behind me now mm -hmm. is my, uh, Vitso shelving unit, which looks great. Um, full of, Vitso, full of books. So that's what it's called. Vitso already overflowing. I'm going to need to add more shelves. I don't know where they're going to go, but yeah, anyway, try and get a table at Vitso on a Friday. <laughs> it's a tough okay, one. Okay. So we, we have our Sonos, we have our books. We have our knickknacks and collectibles. Of course, yes, of course. Is that a, is that a pack of Parliament lights I see by your right ear? Oh no, that middle that, shelf. No, actually, that's a tiny, um, funny little pocket-sized version of the Gentlewoman that they put out uh, oh. a, few, a few years ago um, with Margaret okay. Atwood on the cover. It's very funny. From far away, it kind of was giving uh, Parliament. Yeah, lights. I could see that. I could see that. No, I wouldn't display a pack. Gentlewoman, of I know you're listening. <laughs> It's time to get into the cigarette world. Let's do a Hestia collab. I wouldn't be. Oh, by the way, Hestia, I have four packs left, so I will need a carton here soon. Check it out. Hestia cigarettes, the finest cigarettes in the land. I thought they would have. I thought they would have dropped off the Brinks truck after um after your glowing quotes in the New York Times. It wasn't. I, I don't think I had glowing quotes. We we. I mean, I'm just shooting straight, brother. I, we we didn't even talk about that. I forgot about it. You had a quote in there too. I didn't even realize it. But well, I didn't have it. The, they the they one, took that from this broadcast. They didn't call me to get it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, the one the one quote that I was proud of was talking about, or which is a much more interesting, overarching subject that maybe we can talk with our guests who mm -hmm. are definitely into 
you know, uh, data mining and growth hacking dynamics and things like of that. Of course, of course. Ab about how it takes a product like a cigarette, which, you know, for the last 30 years has more or less been illegal to advertise at all. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. TV, film, print, mm -hmm. it used to be everywhere. And now there's no cigarette advertising whatsoever. Any other part of the world, the cigarette box, you can't even have your logo on it. It's just a picture of... Uh, a, a dying fetus and then it says marlboro lights and a tiny font on the bottom or a woman with emphysema so uh, i m the quote was it took a product that you can't legally advertise to create the perfect influencer marketing campaign around wow which is not illegal it's it is cool it's cool when you prove that you did work in an agency for a year and i i appreciate that because you're right <laughs> you make it you make i didn't it learn anything working at an agency oh i know you didn't learn anything but um i i th <laughs> I, 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 I mean i taught a lot I bet you. I bet you did. Yeah. Why don't you come in here to Professor Gene's office? I got to talk to you mm. about something. They're like, Jason, we need to figure out how to mix two songs together on Ableton that are not in the same BPM. <laughs> I'm like, all right, cracks knuckles. Hey, we're actually we're actually having a little mixer after work. Hold my kratom, bitch. Do you mind? <laughs> do you mind setting up the turntables for us? We don't really know where the chords go. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I, yeah. I, I do. I was, I was director right. of cable management. But you're you're absolutely. <laughs> the cable guy <laughs> but you're absolutely right you're, <laughs> you're absolutely right uh and and it is a good point and um i think that uh i think that you know cigarettes have made a comeback whether we like it or and not. also and and you and you and i know oh, sorry and then we'll go on to what you the the last point is you and i know that the best way to get somebody to do something is to not ask them to do that explicit thing the best way to get on how long gone taylor lorenz is to not ask <laughs> over and over again through different people in the world the best way to get me or chris or anyone to post your product is to not be like hey so you know work out a thing and we love to you know just send the box a nice thingy don't 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 send the box make sure it's well don't something send that anything I like to chris. in my size <laughs> make sure it's something i like in my size and then we can talk well this brings me to my well, you next never point. ask you never ask this brings me to my next point my the one of the greatest brands of all time um, a brand that I've been campaigning to be a part of for years, our friends over at Chanel, you've probably heard of it. Unfortunately, they kind of announced something today that people are pointing out to me. Um, they are doing a uh, pop-up during New York Fashion Week at a diner. Okay. Kellogg Diner? Yeah, 225 Wythe Avenue um, to celebrate a fragrance called the Lucky Chance Diner. Good name. Um Name of the fragrance as well, <laughs> but I'm a little upset because I'm sure Chanel, obviously, obviously Chanel will do an amazing job and they'll fully re-outfit the place to make it look like it's serviceable, but it, it doesn't help my case as I try to destroy diner culture on the so East just Coast. To, well, first off, just to be clear, 225 Wife is in Brooklyn. Yes. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, they opened a, Chanel opened a store in Brooklyn in Williamsburg um, pretty recently as well. Okay. Yeah. Um, I just looked it up. The Wife... The Wythe Diner, it used to be Cafe de la Esquina. But I don't know what the... I understand that they're going for like a cute sock hop throwback vibe, and I, I get that. Mm -hmm. But I just think that diners are unfortunately a part of the fabric of America that I can't relate to, and I don't know if Chanel customers can relate to. Well, I think, you know? I think you're... Chanel's asp <laughs> aspirational. Chanel used to be aspirational. Yeah, that's true. But you you particularly have a uh, an odd aversion to diners specifically you typically most people are either 
they like a diner, they find them comforting, they know the food's not great, but that's kind of the whole thing, or they're indifferent on the matter, sure. where you as you are like specifically well, it's because despise it's because, despise it's because the these these huts for slop have been you know it's been romanticized. <laughs> you can't even call it a diner. It's, you have to call it a slop hut. <laughs> it's been it's a slop hut. It's been it, they've been romanticized by the uh, punk and emo community for so long as like a a, a gathering place. You know where you could spend oh very God. little money and sit around the table and listen to brand new or whatever you did. Um, and I never did that because I was cool. Do not make diners about emo. It's true. I think I'm, I'm just telling you, diners no, I mean, are. So, as a straight edge person growing up, when you're a teen, you would go to nope. the diner at night because it was the only place nope. open. I'd, I'd stand in a park. And I want to go and be with my friends. I want to drink coffee and smoke cigarettes with the goth kids, with the emo kids, with the whatever kids. And it was a great place to get out of the house it was a no nope. a third place if you will no it's not a, it was my teen third place no 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 it feels it all feels like a set from 90210 it doesn't feel like real life it has no char real character to it um the coffee is bad diners existed before 90210 co-op no diner I, I, just, I, so I, understand. I don't want to give you the time i've been to denny's before the, you probably think the world's only been around <laughs> for six thousand years do you well i know it's i know it's flat i don't know how long it's been around though but i i would <laughs> i would go to the peach pit if invited if they if they re if they redid the peach pit that, that's oh, a different, so that, you do know diners that's i a mean this, story. It's, this it's all just um influencer photo ops that's all it of is course, right of it's course. cute it's gonna yeah, be cute no, it that's, is all just, that, that's all that matters it's absolutely influencer photo ops but yeah i'm, I'm getting excited for hashtag new york fashion week as we you know as it creeps up on us um you know the, the invites are pouring in i'm having to you know get my schedule sorted oh that's gotta be tough it, it's gonna be tough it's gonna be tough. yeah well i have also been receiving invites but i will not be going to any of those because you know i've i've been to new york three times in the last three weeks and every time it was it was to get money and this is the one time where i want to go where i will <laughs> spend all the money instead of make any money well i mean that's un an unfortunate part of uh dj career um unless there's I, a if there's a paris review party that i can dj whatever you guys want to do <laughs> i like the i like the idea that paris review would have money they're the least likely to have money of maybe anything <laughs> you've ever mentioned that's the joke chris i mean they're giving Airmail. those they're giving those hat they're giving those hats away for free they're not charging for those when you see you know someone like you or emily radikowski wearing it that's free of charge you said me emily radikowski Etc. What category would you put that? There's into? several others. Celebs. What do you? What, what's the word for it? Uh, no, I would. I would put it celeb for her, mm -hmm. and then uh, guy for you. Guy is um, my title. But uh, yeah, yeah. My guy, pronouns are guy. Comma, Jason Stewart. <laughs> oh, all right. We have we have a guest say this one's been a long time coming. Um, a, a, a fellow uh, duo dominating their industry, Jason. I feel <laughs> a, a kinship. To, to the chain smokers mm -hmm. um alex and drew um, like looking in the mirror i've actually i don't think i've i don't think i've ever met them i feel like you probably have crossed paths behind the decks at some point is that we, possible i'm sure we've met once or twice through the years but but i'm looking forward to building out our friendship portfolio they probably thought they probably they probably thought they probably thought you were just a weird looking calvin harris they didn't realize you were your own person, and I, I want to kind of straight straighten that out. Today. Well, you know, we were both knocking around on the hype machine back in the days. You know, <laughs> who's to say who was number one and number two fighting for the top? <laughs> a kind of a Joker Nadal thing. Will they? Won't they? 
and I don't. It's it's been a while since I've kept up with the chain smokers, so I don't know if their career has taken off at all further than what, where I went. Yeah, sure. We'll, we're we're gonna find out. Yeah, no. I went on their Spotify, and they have a few songs that exceed <laughs> two billion plays. So, so, so you think? I think things are turning up it, for it them. It seems like things are going pretty well. I mean, I, I I I don't. I'm not totally sure. I think we need to get it from the horses' mouths. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's uh. Let's let's give them a jingle, and we will um break some digital bread here how long gone is brought to you by Nutrafol. as you know you know hair thinning is quite complicated like your skin hair is a reflection of your health Uh oh and internal factors can impact the way your hair looks feels and most importantly grows Nutrafol's whole body approach multi-targets underlying root causes like stress hormone fluctuations and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker, stronger hair. Go ahead, give it a tug. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth suppy with over 1 million people seeking thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with considerably less shedding. Thank God. Take the first step <laughs> to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code how long? All one word. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists and professional stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L. I got RAF on the nut. <laughs> Dot com promo code how long. That's Nutrafol.com <laughs> promo code how long. Drew, I like it. It looks like you're coming from like... Um your parents' basement kind of vibe, which I like. My parents don't live here, but I am in a basement. Okay, so you are in a basement, <laughs> and your, par right. your parents don't live there because you, li you live, you kind of a been able to get your own house and move out and stuff. Yeah, yeah no failure to launch over here, so. <laughs> love, love <laughs> I've been out of my parents' house for, you know, 15 years, so that's, that's good they love it <laughs> they they're super they're super happy that i'm out of the house me too okay do you is the is the basement like a man cave situation or or what's the what's the vibe there this is this is a theater okay so it's got uh, like a okay yeah so for the for the people listening um it's a benny blanco has one of those too but he doesn't watch movies there you know what i mean <laughs> oh, i sleep here most of the time believe it or not <laughs> my friend made me all these uh movie mashup posters so this one this one's Finding Blow. Like Finding Nemo, but Nemo's cocaine? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. The Finding Nemo one is Finding Blow, and the caption is, what they were all looking for was right under their noses. <laughs> Does this guy <laughs> professionally make movie posters, or is he just a graphic designer? No, he should. He just made it as a housewarming gift. So He's just That's a fun guy. That's a nice guy. gift, actually. That's a really nice gift. Very thoughtful. All right, so these things are connected. How do I get them to... It's actually like laughable how bad i am at technology a lot of us because you guys are probably similar in age to us it's you you kind of i feel like you get good at what you need to get good at and then you maybe stop developing you so you have just enough to get by yeah just check out full check out i don't know how to do anything but that's alex's job <laughs> are you a tech whiz Al alex yeah i'm the alex i'm the alex of the how long gone smokers no i, I feel like matt our drummer is like our tech whiz kind of hold actually. on hold on hold on you guys got a drummer Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Everyone needs a drummer. You guys don't have a drummer. No, yeah, that's a good. That's a great idea. I mean, of course we have a drummer, but we don't, we don't talk about him. But he's there. But we of don't course. talk about him. Yeah. When I go back <laughs> and uh, when I go back and edit this episode, I'll bleep his name out. Don't worry. <laughs> we'll keep... Just to make sure he gets zero credit. He's such a good drummer that he makes us look like 
actual idiots as musicians and so like he really doesn't need any more shine <laughs> he just like performs and like everyone after the show is never no one's like oh man that was a great show they're just like your drummer is something <laughs> where else. did you and find you're like, where did you find him was he like with someone else and you stole him away no on youtube he did a cover of don't let me down and we were like damn what? this cover rips and he was in australia and we just like reached out on i guess instagram or something and we're just like, dude, this video is so sick. Like, you're unbelievable. We're thinking of, you know, doing our next tour live, like, with you know, instruments and everything. Yeah. And do you have any interest in potentially, you know, joining? And we got really lucky because, like, he doesn't drink. He's, like, so committed to working. It's, like, actually scary. <laughs> uh, and he's become, wow. like, such an integral part of you know the whole business damn that's a great that's a great story because usually youtube feels like a crash and burn to me but this guy he figured it he actually took it offline oh yeah it's unheard of well sorry when you said he doesn't drink as as a good thing what do, what do you mean by that exactly like you've had sloppy musicians or people that weren't able to get with the program no just that we drew and i drink enough for the whole band right. rest of the band got it so, okay, 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 okay. Sure, okay got good it, to have a it. sober balance <laughs> i was i was worried okay. that you guys went straight edge i just wanted to make sure you guys didn't go aoki mode no, or something. Never. no but it is getting harder i mean it's just getting way harder <laughs> sure i don't i mean it yeah it, it that that's how aging works unfortunately Turns but out. are you able to you know i love asking musicians this because it always blows my mind but can you fully perform a hundred percent capacity when you're twisted and it's not a problem uh well i don't watch any videos back of us performing so it's hard to say in you my mind i was 100 percent in all of the shows but <laughs> you're not watching any game tape i i avoid it i avoid it like the plague it's just like it's you know listen you know when you like listen to yourself i mean you guys have a podcast so you, you guys listen back to your episodes yeah jason edits them i try not to listen to it ever um but every right, every once in a while i'm forced to you're it's important to do it every once in a while i actually went on a walk yesterday and listened to an episode of our just to make sure and i was like you know what i i can make some changes here oh so it's it's not easy but it is important so just that it's like almost you know it's good to watch game tape listen on the podcast watch a show for improvement's sake but also it's like it's some kind of energy that just happens when you're up there and you don't want to have these like oh crap i shouldn't have said that yeah i remember i know oh i oh i know i think i know how that's going to come <laughs> off and then you get in your head for the rest of the show so th there's like a yeah. there's oh, yeah. plus and minus. No, that makes sense actually. That okay. makes sense actually. So do you guys have you guys ever listened to this podcast before? Yeah. Yeah, we have. I love the Okay. You guys are funny. Uh and it's just conversational. <laughs> I mean, I think that's what's so appealing about. I mean, not just the show in general, but it's like you just want to like talk to guys that are big, you know, anyone for that matter that's just like No, guys only. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, guys, guys only. <laughs> I, I, Every time I say I'm, <laughs> I'm so like pre-programmed to just use the word guys to describe everything, and now you know these days we I'm can't like, do oh, that. Like, no, I've it. gotten. I've, yeah, you know, I actually we use this program. Jason and I both use a program called Grammarly that kind of like et, like helps you edit your emails and writing and kind of like prompts you. And now if you say guys as a salutation, it prompts you to change it. Oh, I love that. Like it, 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 t it tells you to change it, yeah. which has helped, yeah, but helped my, me a few times. My problem is I, I was actually thinking about this this morning when I was walking around uh, and I was thinking how much I've relied on saying guys to everyone. Yeah. And now I can't figure out what my new guys is going to be because I can't say <laughs> it's, it's it's wavering between these two. It's either y'all or everyone. Everyone. Hello, everyone. Everyone. <laughs> no. Everyone sounds like you're about to say some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone. 
Yeah, it feels everyone. It, it feels a little aggressive off rip. So there's okay. So like south, like south of the Mason Dixie line, it's hey y'all. North is hello. Hey all. Hell, hey all. Hello is all? fake, and I've heard that before. But as a southern person, <laughs> I I have deprogrammed myself from saying y'all, and, and I can't really do it anymore. But I will mm. say ain't. Um. Fairly often. That sucks. Mm. Yeah. Well, ain't's not helping us in the gender wars, Chris. We need to, we no, need to figure no, it out. <laughs> no, it's not. I know. I know. But I think that I also like fellas, unfortunately, which th that is really <laughs> fellas. Fellas ain't part fellas of the Fellas is a little more specifically male centric than guys, unfortunately. Yeah. And it shouldn't be, but it, that's just the way it is. But also I, I experiment where I look at a person or a group of people walking down the street towards me and I kind of guess or i could tell if guys is going to offend them sure. or if yes, they're or it's not going to be bothered by it yeah if it's going to work or at least it, i like to think i'm a guy whisperer is what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> oh wow all that for that thanks jason that was great um, i do want to talk about i do want to talk about this dog painting though for real because it looks oh yeah it it looks it's like sitting sitting over Alex's shoulder is this hyper realistic painting of a is that a golden retriever? I don't like dogs, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's a golden. It's my dog Mushu. Uh, it was a gift <laughs> okay. to me from I don't know who gave it to me. I think it was my my friend who lives with me, uh, my guy roommate. And uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so your guy and, uh, roommate got you a portrait of Mushu. Yeah. For the Zoom office. This isn't this isn't tracking very well for you, Alex. Yeah. You better talk yourself. No, out but of it's one. great. Okay. Let me tell you why this picture is so great. Uh, first of all, it's not like a memorial or anything. Like I'm looking at her; she's like eating something on the balcony right now. Uh, Mushu like, is still with us. But Mushu's with us. Yeah, Mushu's with us. But what people who have Goldens will understand is that we're a secret society of dog lovers, particularly Goldens. And if you have like a Golden and someone else has a Golden, like it doesn't matter what the favor is you're asking for. Like you're doing it. <laughs> And, and so, you know, we have a lot of different, you know, businesses we're involved in. And I can't tell you how many times I've gone on a call to pitch something or whatever. And someone will be like, oh, you got a golden too. And I'm just like, I'm going to close this motherfucker. But <laughs> I'm, in. It's just I'm in, I'm in for, I'm in for a million <laughs> pre-seed based on the golden. Let's, yeah, let's just yeah. get it done. Get it done. Exactly. They're like, how old is she? Where'd you get her? Does Mushu get a cut of any of this action? Honestly, like, I mean, she Cause is, you're, you're whoring Mushu out on the, on the table, you know she, that, she, right? Yeah. She's a, she's an actress. She actually's done a few commercials. She did a Julia Roberts <laughs> commercial for uh Bulgari. What? Yeah. Yeah. Everyone works in my house. You gotta, everyone Bulgari? earns here. Everyone, everyone, everyone works in my ev house. Everyone uh, okay that's this is good stuff <laughs> all right hold on hold on so obviously obviously you guys are are successful musicians you're dialed in in hollywood how does how does dog acting come into your life does someone approach you in the mall like a model scout in the same way okay so you're gonna love this story so uh before i got mushu you know we were doing some like you know radio press we went to like kiss 102.7 or something and it was like a rhyme seacrest interview 102.7 kiss fm <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> all the hits all the time uh, uh -huh. and uh and, and, and ryan seacrest you know was interviewing us and i was like oh i just got this new dog and he was like oh do you need a trainer and i was like actually i would love a trainer and like a dog walker and he was like i got the person for you he recommended this this amazing woman kirsten and uh and now like a lot of us use it but what's crazy is like i've never paid for a walk ever and i have like tried to pay for months because i was like yo what's the deal like i don't want to get hit with like a two hundred thousand dollar bill at the end of the year like that's gonna that's gonna feel way worse than like yeah. a couple of grand a month. 
And, and she just like ignores it. And she just kept ignoring me and not doing, and I had no idea of what the deal was. And, and, but in, what she does do is she like puts your dogs in commercials. And so I don't know what Mushu's getting paid to oh. work, but I'm not, ta- I'm not asking for that money. Oh, she's just, I just, wow. she can just keep that. This is- and, and it's great. Yeah, so she's a, she loves it. She's a doggy madam, uh, and it's yeah. It, it, this is it, prostitution. Yeah, she's Heidi Fleissing your dog, and that's just fine, I guess, because it works out for you. And Mushu, Mushu yeah, has but, become her bottom bitch. <laughs> yeah, she yeah. loves it, <laughs> and it's like, and it's hysterical because it's like you can't, you know, you don't. You're just like, sure, that sounds fun to me. Like Mushu was like the, the they did like an animated recreation of the Up poster, you know, with like the golden from Up, the Disney yeah. movie, mm. and like Mushu was the dog. And wow. like she was in a Julia Roberts commercial and did a, our agent has the same, you know, two Dobermans. They were in like, they're in like hundreds of rap videos. Like, uh, so it's, wow. it's, it's just kind of, it's just so, kind of like, so Seacrest, tra- so, so see, see, this is why Jason, we got to get into the upper echelons here because Jason's got mm. a couple ugly little put, m- mutts over there in Glendale and they're not getting any work. No. So I think that we, Yeah, well, if you don't mind, I you know, I, if you don't mind, I don't want to like step on Seacrest toes here, but it it seems like we're leaving some money on the table. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't want to and also like what's funny is there are people that have like used her that I recommended and they're like I'm paying every day for this walk. And I was like <laughs> Couldn't be me. I don't know what they're to like, tell you. They're like I'm I'm out 2500 a month yeah. for these fucking walks, for bro. My dog's ugly. Yeah, and I was like don't bring it up to me. I don't want to don't bring my name up. Like don't ruin this for me. Yeah, and I, yeah. my own Leave me out. My of only it. like thought is that either they have like an ugly dog that like doesn't can't work <laughs> and or like my dog is kind of like this like good example like she's very well trained and calm. So she's like a good presence to have for the other. Like she, you know what I mean? It's like she's like yeah, the yeah. TA. Not only is dog. she hot, but she's also a pleasure to be around on set. It's a you know, of what can't what yeah, can't she? Yeah, do? I mean that's just that's the perfect. The perfect Little hybrid. do you know, the dog walkers <laughs> clearing about a quarter million a year on on these Bulgari ads, and you're like, yeah, no, the walks are free. It's so sick. I'm saying I saved eighteen thousand this year. Yeah. Well, what was funny is I heard so I, like I was super pumped she was doing the julia roberts commercial and i was like yo this is gonna be sick like seeing mushu in a bulgari ad and mm-hmm. i get a like, call from from the you know kirsten and i was like so how'd it go and she's like not great and i was like what do you mean <laughs> and she's like so like mushu likes everyone like literally she's been a tour with us like there's not a person on the side apparently she did not fuck with julia roberts <laughs> and you know and so they like she had to like you know have this affectionate moment and mushu's just like not not having it and and so she kind of blew her her role there. playing hard to get but i mean i don't think it's on mushu i think julia's got to have some weird dog energy yeah i was gonna say you know i was gonna I mean? say i'm blaming julia for this one i can't i could never blame an, an animal that would be crazy mushu knows still a fan but just you know <laughs> still, look i still like your movies i still like your stuff great great actress you're, you're not you're actress. not going to record a video <laughs> shooting a bunch of julia roberts dvds with your ar-15 just yet yeah <laughs> <laughs> unload the clip (laughs) i mean what so do you do you not walk your own dog because of time or or because of the amount that a dog has to be like how often does this dog have to be walked i mean i mean drew has an even crazier situation that he can fill you in and um but no i mean i think i'm just like I, i i love like going walking with my dog 
but just like I've busy. There's an opportunity cost. You know what I mean? Now we're now uh, we're talking. And, and, now we're talking. Yeah. Uh, I can't let my wife listen to this episode. Yeah. Please continue. <laughs> this is interesting to me. Also, they love it. They like go <laughs> opportunity with, cost. They go with all their friends. You know what I mean? Like they get super pumped like in the morning when they show up. So you're just that like, makes sense. You know that makes sense. And, and it's free, so why not? <laughs> yeah, that's true. When you put it when you put it that way. Yeah. Drew, what's your situation? You got a you got a fucking harem over there. You got a hamster. You got a lizard. What's going on? So okay, <laughs> okay. So I have I have a beautiful one of the cutest dogs I've ever seen. Is a Rottweiler named Oliver, <laughs> and we got him in 2020, and he's he's extremely cute. But like you know, Rottweiler, he's a boy, and he was like the alpha of the litter, which I you know I thought was awesome when I got him. You're like Swag. you're like I can you were like I can relate. Come over here, big fella. Chip off the old block. Yeah, because then you got two alphas in the house, and and that's, that, that's a huge problem. Um, and so I, I tried to go the same route with Alex's dog Walker, but he stopped getting invited uh, on walks. Oh shit! He's just a little too, and, and like I think she loves him too, but he's just a little bit too much for the other dogs. And so um, I had to go another route, a more uh, paid route. And let me tell you, Alex is making a huge savings uh, <laughs> by, with his with his setup. But like my dog, my dog literally has priors with the city. Like he's like on his. <laughs> He just is always getting into mischief, you know, and so your dogs on your dogs on. But in, in right terms now? of like That's a crazy. three strikes and you're euthanized kind of thing, like what? How serious are these offenses? I don't know. It's three strikes, first of all, uh -huh. but I don't know what the outcome is, and I can't take the risk. So it's like I can't have him out with anybody. I have to. He's got to be at the house, or I have to walk him, and it's hard because we're traveling all the time. But you know, he's got a lot of friends that like are always at the house. So okay. You gotta keep an eye on him. It's just very stressful dog to own. Okay, hold on. But Alex, you said that you have a, a male platonic roommate, <laughs> and I don't I know you don't need help with bills. So is this just kind of for fun? I'm also I'm also wondering the, the answer to this question. <laughs> yeah. Someone's gotta yeah. water the plants, Chris. I mean, you ever just get home from tour and want to play with someone else's genitals? It's just like, you know, <laughs> no, no, I get it. You've been playing <laughs> with <your genitals. laughs> uh I think, you know, like he's first of all, give some context. Like he's an old friend of ours. I think I've known him longer than I've even known Drew or just a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. uh, he used to be a firefighter in New York and he hurt himself. Actually, a great story. He like ran into a burning building to save what he thought was a human being, but it was just a cat crying. And he like climbed up these stairs to get to this cat, you know, what would be the cat. Of course, being a cat, the cat just like moved away from him and like ran out the door easily. <laughs> then like the stairs collapsed, hurt his back, God. Uh, and had to like you know kind of retire out of the firefighting force. And you know, and it was just like you watching your friend, and you're just like you know, we live in LA, like life's so good out here. Like New York, you have to be like working. You can't yeah, like for do sure, nothing for sure. And and out here, you know, you can totally do nothing. And <laughs> and so I was like. I, I got some extra space. I think I was, you know, single at the time or something. And, and I, you know, I, I, the way my house is kind of separated, it's like there's like a, a separate apartment beneath yeah, the main house. Yeah. So it's like very like autonomous and a kitchen, all, you know, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, you know what? Come move in. Like you can help me, you know, when I'm out of town, like you could watch Mushu, like make sure the house doesn't fall apart. Cause I was, we travel a lot. Yeah. And, you know, now I have a girlfriend. It's like great for her because, like, you know, girls do get, you know, she gets scared when she's alone here. So it's nice to have somebody there here with her. Damn. Um, but it was great. Like during COVID, like, let me tell you, I mean, we obviously all broke regulations and just hung out with each other of regardless. Of I knew you were part of the like, resistance. 
Yeah, you're, yeah. You're welcome home. Welcome home, brother. <laughs> Wait, so really quick, you you let your woman alone around a firefighter at night? Damn, bro, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 when you put it like that, even if even if he is injured, he better be in a wheelchair. He's more the YMCA guy. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. I'm oh, just kidding. <laughs> wow. Before I get <laughs> that would be really cool if you were like, yeah, I live with a I live with a hot gay firefighter and my girlfriend. It's a weird trio, but whatever. Did you just hear that? You better go check. Like when you're gone all the time, because because I I'm dealing with this a little bit now because we kind of moved back to New York but bought this house in LA. And when there's a problem in the house and there's no one here to deal with it, it becomes my problem. Yeah. And I don't I'm not busy enough for anyone in my life to respect me and leave me alone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where you are. So it's that's the difference is that you have a guy for that, which is is seems necessary. Yeah. I mean it's I mean I mean, you know, it's like almost two forty year old guys living together with my girlfriend you know and it's definitely like we're pushing the boundaries here of what what's <laughs> customary yeah, yeah. I, I think i would say i would say if you had any other career this would be bad for you but yeah. i think luckily you've chosen the right path, I, I think of him know? as like the uncle you know what i mean that crazy uncle that like lives in the pool yeah. house sort of scenario <laughs> and and but like my mom is definitely like you know she everyone loves him but like you know it's always like <laughs> Like, are you enabling him to, you know what I mean? Like, like what's of course, the, yeah, uh, yeah, of course. There's deeper questions. There's yeah. deeper questions. But I love it. It's great. We're hanging I'm, tight. Look, I'm for it, and I get it, and I've seen stuff like this before, and it does, you know, it, it lets you play into a slight entourage fantasy, which we all live, you know. So yeah, is I, he I more of a deal. turtle or a Johnny drama? Definitely a turtle-ish. It's very, very <laughs> blended. You got to be careful here. Nah, you got to be careful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very, bl- very blendy. Does he? Does he ever? Does he ever drive you around in your car? No, that's that's no. a good question, Chris. He, okay, he would, yeah. that to but me, that's a major turtle. <laughs> yeah, that- he was. <laughs> I, I don't know how good of a driver <laughs> he, he is. I like driving. I like driving. Um, but no, he's like it's super helpful. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, like we do, you know, it's like we're we're gone so much. Like you said, it's so nice. Like my girlfriend gets to ha- hang out with someone here that she lo- you know really likes and gets along with, and you know, it's like very. For, Feels more like a brother than I think it's beautiful. anything at this point. Yeah, um, than a than a roommate. Yeah, it's beautiful. It is beautiful. It's beautiful. <laughs> Jason, Jason, and I, Jason, and I just we we were on the road last week and we did a show in in Denver at a um Jealous? podcast conference. That sounds that's and a, it was humble. That sounds really it was, cool. That it was humble. Cool. <laughs> it was uh, <laughs> that was really cool. Was, yeah, when you go to cool. Red Rocks for your show, you just drive past this uh, hotel by the airport, and that's where we're at. <laughs> yeah. We're it just was really right nice. There. But that's that. That's what I was going to ask you guys. So you know, we get there, and and I, you know, I'm in charge of our travel. You know, so I, I've I've take I've I've booked us the best hotel closest to the venue, which seems like you know that's kind of like normal behavior. But unfortunately, that hotel was a Hyatt in in like suburban Denver, um, and it 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 humbled me a little bit too much. And I, have you guys been humbled by a hotel in the last five years or have you had a nice streak? Uh, we've definitely been humbled by a hotel like many times. I mean, we've done like, Alex and I are also extremely frugal and we just grew up doing for every like big festival that we've done. We've played like a dueling piano bar in the same city. So we've, we've like, <laughs> sure you've done it all in a tour of like every, every hotel. And it's like, I mean, it still happens. You know, we, uh, we actually flew, uh, we flew southwest a couple weeks ago, bro. And uh, <laughs> bro, you didn't have to do that, bro. You didn't have to do that. I uh, know, and uh, but we're like, oh fuck it, like it's you know we're just gonna go. We're thinking we're going to San Francisco. If I had a Burbank, um, and I, we're, you know, we're both. It's like we're super early in the morning. I'm sitting there. We still splurge for the uh, 
priority boarding. So okay, we're, we're okay. in that A group. Okay, all right, good, yeah, good, don't good, get me good. Wrong. We're top three. We're top three in A for sure. Okay, no, but also okay. like at Southwest, you see like even if you're the A group, there are like thirty people that are working the Southwest system of like how to board the plane before you. So. You're really like the B group, sure. even with the A, spending for the A. Just there's a lot of snakes in the grass. <laughs> yeah, there's. I mean, there are people that deserve to board the plane first, but there's like that's like you know thirty percent of the people that actually do. Of course, the rest of them are just really works in the <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, so we get it. Yeah, get Chris. Chris Chris hates it when the military gets to board before him, you know. I'm, look, I do. It bothers me. I'm just I'm saying it cuz they don't check IDs. He'd like to see some credentials, that's all. Yeah. Is that yeah. A, there's a great Louis CK skit about that when he's like sitting in business class and like <laughs> yes. the, like a military guy's like sitting in economy and he's like this guy's, you know, off to Iraq to die and they <laughs> and won't I even to... buy him a fucking get business class seat to like enjoy his life. It's true. It's true. It's true. <laughs> until they start, until they start, start checking IDs. I mean, I look, I look like a guy that could be in the military. You guys, I hate to admit it, but it's true. I mean, look yeah. at me. Yeah. I was going to yeah. say something, but I, I don't know you that well. and didn't. I don't know how you're going to take that. <laughs> no, no. I, of course, I look like I could be in our, in the Army Reserves, but I'm not going to. I have to pay to board first. You know, I think yeah. that's the yeah. way yeah. That's the way God intended it in this country. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can see myself thanking you for your service while boarding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks. He's walking by me. Yeah. Saying, Thank you for yeah. your service. <laughs> yeah, if you just got one of those little like black on black American flag patches for your Rimova suitcase. I think it'd <laughs> yeah, be, you know, you'd be in business. No one's going to ask any questions at that point. If I, if I had one small blue lives matter sticker on my Rimova, I would get a lot of thank you for your service. That's absolutely <laughs> true. That's absolutely true. Officer. So did you make it, did you make it to San Francisco or did you guys have to? So we board, we, we board, we board the plane. We're about like, I'm on like row seven house and six right in front of me, window seat. And he sits there, the plane's boarding. Some kids sit next down <laughs> Next down to him, I hear him says he double takes Alex and he goes, "Whoa, what are you doing here?" <laughs> Alex turns to him and goes, "I'm trying to save money, brother, just like you." Wow, <laughs> legend, legend. And then I put on my fancy noise canceling headphones. I put on my eight hundred dollar headphones. <laughs> I was gonna. That that's the thing. I feel like at least if if the guy doesn't try to talk to you, then that's a great situation. If he tries to talk to you for forty five minutes, it's it's less less of a good situation. Yeah, I always think it's funny. I mean, I see occasional tweets, especially from like venture people, being like, "Oh, I just saw like the chain smokers flying," you know, like uh, a commercial. And I'm like, "Yeah, dog." Like, yeah, if we're not flying, are you out of your mind? Like, what do you think this is? Well, what what's the what's the percentage? What's the over under on private flights versus commercial flights for you guys? Well, we have a rule. Yeah, it's a very simple rule. It's just that if we can make more money flying private, then we will fly private. Okay. So like if we have two shows in a night, mm. then and we can't get to the second show without a private jet, then we'll fly. Okay. Private. Okay. Wow. Um, this is a great problem to have. Yeah. Okay. So walk me. All right. So you got. Yeah. Give me an example of where you could do two shows in one night thanks to private plane travel. Like where are we from where to where? It happens all the time. Really? It's happening this it's happening on Friday. Like Friday we we're playing Electric Zoo in New York City and we probably finish at like, you know, 9 or 10 p.m. at night. I don't even know and then we go straight to the FBO and we fly and we play at Vegas in Vegas at 1:30 a.m. What? And you can make it with it. This happens all, yeah. happens all the time. I mean, I get. I guess New York to LA feels far, but if you got to do That's, it, you I mean, the, do it. the time zones help you. Yeah, the time, the time zones help you, and we we have so many Vegas shows. We've done. We've performed at the Win over 250 times now and so that's like pretty much that's like a real number yeah um and so that's pretty much like every every weekend and you want to go out and do stuff in europe and stuff festivals other other places in the country 
the only way to like you know fill, fulfill both commitments is to is to get there to do two shows in one night. You're you're tethered to the win, the golden handcuffs. Yeah, the golden handcuffs. That's a good rule, though. I I like that rule of of if we can make more money. Do we you guys do at it. least do first class? Are you a Delta Medallion member at least? Do we get um, bumped up? Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, we fly. We fly I mean, we sleep on planes more than we sleep at home in our beds. Or even like even like our, on a run, it's like you have to be do whatever you can to be comfortable i agree with that but you you said i'm trying to save money just like you but why are you guys trying to save so much money i just don't see the need and it's like like i don't know it's just yeah we like to save (laughs) jesus that sounded boring (laughs) i don't i I know but why i just i just is it is it like a security thing like you're worried this could all go away or is it like this is a deep existential or there's another there's another you know maserati you need to buy no like come on like it's just uh it's just like how we grew up it's like you know we've <laughs> yeah, done yeah. it so much for so long i mean since we started we do we go to any show that to anywhere in the world whenever as many as possible for about like over 10 years now so you just have done some really grueling travel and like the travel that we do yeah, now yeah. even though you know we're not flying as luxuriously as we can all the time. Like it's way better than where it was. And we still it's remember still that. Better. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. You still, you still leveled up yeah. and that's also good you like, I mean, that's a good, you that's hear a- about like horror stories all the time. Like I'm not going to name other DJs and stuff, but like guys that were like once on top of the world. And then like, we're flying to Ibiza from Vegas on private, private, and and now they're like don't, fucking not in a good spot and don't and talk about this- dj them jeans like that while he's on the <laughs> zoom with us that's crazy that's crazy he doesn't like when i bring this up he does not like yeah. when I bring i'm this in up. a real bad yeah. spot right now you also, guys also like i feel like like the reality is like i and, and this is kind of controversial but like live lots are great on commercial like you get a little tv no one bothers you you're yeah no, you're you know, right like, ever been on like a, this is such a first world problem but like on a jet when someone's like come fly with me you get on the plane there's like 12 people on it and you're like sitting on the couch next to like two people horizontally and you're just like this is even more uncomfortable than like yeah that's a good point any southwest flight right now that's and a good so, point like you i have just, to make I just small want to talk with will i am all the way to ibiza this isn't worth it oh <laughs> not worth god it. <laughs> yeah. i mean i can't tell you how many flights i've been on where that's been the reality and you're like i like i'm so angry right now like i didn't sleep at all like i had to have a seven and a half hour conversation with somebody and <laughs> Dude, that's really funny I have to sit that's on really a dubstep guy's lap <laughs> yeah to yeah. kansas city i mean the that's things really funny the things diplo will make you do it's like really oh yeah it's, i'm I, it's not worth oh, it you, you, have to, you have to earn you have to earn that ride <laughs> how bad do you want to go on this plane yeah how bad do you want to go yeah, on the plane? Yeah. how bad do you want to go on the plane you're around no, i think you're that's... around club so much and you're in vegas in the in the whole like how do you think the whole vegas promoter world like because you guys started out promoting shows in new york and throwing parties around when i was doing the same mm. and now the thought of doing it now is is just like I, I feel like the club has sort of disappeared in like the the way that we know it where like yeah a group of people will gather in front of a doorway and you pick the cool hot people <laughs> and they come in and then the douchebag guys they have to stay outside like now everything is just it costs a hundred and hundred seventy nine dollars to get in, yeah, and that's it. Like, wh- wh- where do you think the clubs are at nowadays? Well, I mean, like, let's look at New York City for example. Like, you know, where where you know we were all promoters and, and lived the life at one point in time. Like, there was like this moment, mm-hmm. probably around like two thousand like nine, ten, or maybe even before that. Maybe like it was like two thousand six, um, where like there were like hundreds of clubs. Like, mm-hmm. you go to Twenty Seventh Street, and there was literally nine clubs that were like yeah. overflowing into the streets. And same thing with like in the West Village with the cool clubs and all this stuff. 
And I think it was like, because all these like finance guys had these insane expense accounts, like people were making so much money. It was like the rise of the, of the bottle service moment. And, and clubs were making, you know, like the, the economics were like incredible mm-hmm. for them. But, you know, once the economy kind of dropped out the bottom it, and its banks accounts got reined in and it wasn't so cool to drop $200,000 on a table <laughs> at Provocateur or something, uh, you were kind of like, oh, shit, you know, and then all these people went out of business. And then like all you have now is like Tau Group, which like basically consolidated the entire space. Mm-hmm. And and they, you know, own like 10 venues around the city that are like kind of a little bit different each one. We love our Tau family. We love those guys. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're great. I mean, you know, they've, uh-huh. they were like some of the first ones to book us ever. Um, but I, I miss it. I mean, I love, I, I miss those days of like the, you know, I don't know if that to be like super uber club, but like, you know, I love New York for the no. four people because like, I, I mean, what's ironic is like all the people that used to be like shitty sub promoters with me are now like the actual club managers or owners yeah. or, you know what I mean? Or like the door people. Mm-hmm. So like someone be like, come meet me at this place. Like Paul's baby grand. You'll be like, Oh, I don't, I don't know. I've never been there. Like who does the door? And you're like, I don't know. He's a prick though. So good luck. <laughs> and then you're like, uh, all right. And you show up and you're like, oh shit, it's Fabrizio, you know? And you're like, <laughs> Bro, What's up, man? So <laughs> how you fucking been? Uh, and I, I mean, I love that, but I also love it. Cause like you'll come up sometimes and, and like, you know, we're very, I'm very proud of how average and white I am. Same. Like, you know, we're not like, I don't like, I don't, I don't scream celebrity you know, I don't have yes. wear crazy jewelry or fur coats. You or, don't. You don't walk past the club and pe- the the door person doesn't scream. We got to get this guy in here right now. Yeah, like <laughs> we re- generally roll up with like way more dudes than girls, and you know, and like, and sometimes the door guy will be like, "Oh yeah, it's chain smokers." Like, come on in. And sometimes they're like, mm-hmm. "Don't make the connection." And someone's like, "Tell them," and I'm like, "I'm sure. not fucking telling them." Like, either I'm getting in here on the basis of like how I look, or I'm not going. <laughs> And and I don't make a stink or anything. I'm just like, oh, we we failed tonight. You we, know, we got and we got gotta, rid- yeah. We can't. Mark yeah, we, was not going to let us in. We got to go home, guys. We got to check another place out because nothing's worse than like name dropping. Like I'd rather not get in than be like, I'm I'm a hundred yeah. I'm a hundred percent with you. I'm a, this yeah. happened to us. I took us to this this GQ sports party, mm-hmm. and and I didn't know it was a GQ sports party. And I was invited by the editor, and then we got there and could not get in because it was just like basketball players heavy door. and their thoughts and i got so much shit from my friends it was like it, it was like i had done something personal to them and i was like i'm sorry i don't have any juice here i don't know what to tell you you did something personal fuck- we went you invited us to a, a party <laughs> that we were surely gonna get into we did coke in the car five seconds before walking in the door and then we got that, denied no, that's, that's true because that's emily radikowski and every basketball player had to go inside before us the cocaine ran I off mean, and then we went to bed <laughs> And then you were yeah. mad at me. Yeah. And I, I'm also, I wasn't sober, mad at you. So it was just, fun to make I'm fun like, of you. I'm like, guys, though. I wanted to go home the whole fucking time, but I thought this would be nice <laughs> yeah. for you. You know, yeah. it was a gift. It you was a gift to, one to thing. my friend. I think it's good to have like imposter syndrome, like in some ways, you know what I mean? Like I, I would hate to have like some crazy yeah. inflated ego. I mean, you know, we're lucky enough to be friends with like Michael Rubin and go to his white party. And, you know, and like, I swear to God, like at that thing, I'm like the lowest tier on that list you know what I mean? in my mind at least in my sure. mind maybe in other people's mind it feels differently no you are no okay, you yeah, are you that's are. what it feels you like sure. yeah that's <laughs> what it feels like no. <laughs> i didn't know but but michael when did that party when did michael rubin's white party start has that been going on for like a decade and now i think it's like, hearing about it i think it, i think it, this was the third year that it happened okay and if you could explain to people who is michael rubin 
for the, for the uninitiated. He is a great guy. He's a killer. He's a killer business person. Like, and I mean, I don't mean that like in the, like, he is a killer. That is a business person. Uh, <laughs> oh, and, sure, 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 sure. Uh, yeah. And yeah, but he's a great guy. Uh, we've known him because we, we played one of his really early fanatic Super Bowl parties before fanatics became massive and he kind of yes. blew up as this person could you explain what fanatics is to people who don't know and me also <laughs> yeah they're basically like have monopolized the entire sports merchandise industry top yeah. to bottom uh and you know every jersey hat from college to whatever they're they're basically mm-hmm. are the distributors and producers of it across um all of it everything and he's doing sports cards now they're getting the gamble like it's gonna be it's it's gonna be massive yeah it already is massive it's gonna be really really massive um but uh but yeah so he you know obviously leveraging the super bowl as a place that like he's done a really good job kind of building these events that build the profile of fanatics and one of those things is the super bowl party that he also does and you know and all these owners and players and people come sure but early on they obviously weren't like as big a deal and so we played one of the, like the earlier ones and i think you know that meant a lot to him and we're obviously just like nice chill guys and so we kind of got grandfathered in obviously <laughs> obviously oh so now you're good yeah 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 grandfathered in. <laughs> obviously we're, we're great guys obviously uh, uh, okay so you're saying you you did him a solid early days of getting paid pretty well to play a super bowl party how mu- yeah how much did they pay you for this first one <laughs> early days <laughs> favor we only got favor. we got nick's jerseys for life it's that was a just as many nick's jerseys <laughs> That's we, get new nick's jerseys. <laughs> we get new nick's jerseys i don't even season. like <laughs> all you can eat nick's jerseys yeah but that party that party is like the heaviest room outside of like the oscars or maybe the the famed um rock nation brunch yeah uh mm-hmm. which i i hope you've also been to that but you might be too white for that yeah we're, yeah we haven't gotten invited to that one mm-hmm. <laughs> me, hey, me neither me neither don't worry it's not yeah. it's not just you <laughs> not yet that but but these the, those parties who's djing these parties if you guys aren't and that, that's such a good question because i have a strong opinion <laughs> about this so in my mind it's a lose-lose to dj this party because like you're dealing with an incredibly di- uh, large dynamic of crowd person mm-hmm. you have yes 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 biggest models to the best superstar athletes to the biggest musicians and everyone has different tastes in terms of what they want to hear and also you have all the artists that want to perform from like travis scott to uzi to you know whoever yeah and so like you're basically going to get up there and piss off half the room no matter what no matter what and, you do. Yeah. and, and so yeah. we've always half the room like, if you're lucky they've always like i've kind of made that clear from the beginning i was like i never want to dj this party and they were like, and, and the guys, you know, it's Michael and Alan Tish and, and Swill and those, they kind of all help organize it and, and plan it. And they were like, we never want to ask you guys because we know that you're, you know, it's just like you're going to you're gonna get up there and then Travis Scott's going up there and smash your laptop because he doesn't want to hear the song. <laughs> or like, yeah, yeah, you're going to yeah, play, yeah, yeah. you know, it's just a lose lose. It's, it's not so, going to end well for anyone. So they have to just get some, somebody's got to do it, but well, it doesn't no, need to be you. I don't think anyone, everyone shares that perspective and they get up there and they learn. <laughs> mm-hmm. They learn real quickly <laughs> that it's not, that's not the move. And I've, I've, we've seen it where you're like, like they're like it's my turn i'm gonna go up there i'm like don't do it i'm like don't do it you want to do it and they're like no nah, no nah. this is like my moment to control the room and have everyone be like that's you know so and so djing i love the idea of you guys being like don't do it don't do it don't do it and quest love just gets up there anyway he can't help himself yeah it, it kind of sounds like all the all the hell of djing a wedding without the 
tons and tons of money that you get well it's it's that except beyonce's yelling at you you know yeah. what i mean like right right, right. The stakes yeah. the stakes are higher than like a mean bride it's like a little it's a little worse yeah i mean look <clears throat> it's it seems fun to go to less fun to perform at i i can totally 100 percent. and so like, are there, remain are there, anonymous are there live performances as well as djs oh yeah yeah definitely they have like i think neo performed like officially okay. do, they do like a formal one uh like outside on the rooftop and then they go to the club and then like everyone jumps in. so i think this year like formally it was neo and usher and then last year was mcgill i believe and then but then everyone goes down to the club mm-hmm. um which is like travis scott's like travis scott's kingdom and then eventually <laughs> he's gonna get up there and he's gonna go crazy and make sure that everyone's getting fucked up and like being in travis scott's kingdom <laughs> is my nightmare but go ahead <laughs> it, it's it's pretty intense like he he like hazes the the audience on the mic if, they're, if we're not drinking enough yeah so wow we're all drinking <laughs> yeah you're like yes sir yes sir mr scott yes sir mr but, scott. It, but in that moment it's kind of that's that's an interesting part because it's like everyone then wants to get up there and there's like there's so many amazing artists travis scott uzi drake is usually there like there's a lot of like, amazing people on like jack harlow like they were all performing this year and yeah. everyone wants to go and like okay let me go do one of my hits you know some old white guy comes up to you and nudges you and is like why don't you go up there and do closer and you're like shut the fuck up like, <laughs> no no like hey is uh is Coldplay here why don't you guys go up and do that one huh <laughs> yeah. oh my god chris is chris is in the back chris is in the back go get him you're like that's i'd rather really, just be like really the funny. anonymous person that like no one's really clear on what i do but i'm here so it's i passed the test then might be like oh that's yeah, chain smokers but it's the it's the classic like people are nice everyone's nice to each other backstage at a certain level because you're all back there and it's yeah, like yeah. all right if you're back here I, I guess i should be nice to you whether i know who you are or not it's a very 100%. similar very similar thing when you guys 100%. go to an event like that is it is is the decor i mean sorry is like the dressing and the jewelry different do you feel a need to pull out the presidential to pull out the chain to pull out the the crazy fits that you normally don't wear on a day-to-day basis I put on literally every chain I own and it's, I'm, I, and it, I think it makes me more embarrassed doing that. You know, like I think I, next year I'm going to wear one simple, like classy thing that not many people are going to even notice. But when okay. you try, hold on, I got, hold like, on, I got, Drew, like, hold on, Drew, how many chains do you have? I didn't know you were a chain guy. Are you, are you just, is your neck heavy? Well, they're really small chains. So no one knows me as a chain guy, but I thought if I were to unite them all, <laughs> I, I would have a shot I, at, at you know looking. If like, I created one super chain, I would look right. I would fit it. Yeah, exactly. all the baby mama chains assemble into one big daddy chain is what you're saying. Exactly. Didn't work okay. out for me though. I didn't feel great about my decision. Sure. We live sure, in Wheeling. Sure, sure. Yeah, sure. It's just not yeah, me. Do you guys yeah. do you guys dress yourselves, or are you at this a point where you have stylists picking out outfits and stuff for you? Uh, we have an amazing stylist named Blake who yeah he's he's great we've had a number of stylists that have all been really great he's like you know this is like this guy that just walks in the room and like all my friends have said that to me and they're like i just want to look like this guy mm. when, they, when someone gets a reaction like that you're like this these, this guy's got to be my style i've i've never gotten a reaction like that me so neither here that you, got, somebody, you gotta meet blake. somebody does somebody i gotta meet blake so blake has the sauce so so you're like so this weekend you're gonna go dj a festival in new york hop on the pj because you're saving money to go to, <laughs> to Vegas, are you going to 
And then is Blake on the on the jet with you, putting your trousers on for you, or does he pack it all for you and then you go? No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, we just like need we need help. We're like, yo, like so we're also going to do uh, Red Rocks on Saturday and Sunday. So we have uh, we got four shows this weekend. We got a plan for it. It's like shit. Like you know, you're shooting content around all those things, and there's going to be videos and recap. And then like when you don't forget about the outfit. Like, yeah. What a what a great opportunity missed, you know. Well, you guys have other stuff to worry about, and that's the whole point. That's the you know that's. The I'm missed up there in a t-shirt opportunity and my being like, <laughs> <laughs> "Why didn't I call Blake?" Red rocks make it's, it's, noise. It's, we're in the middle of a. We're in LA. We're in the middle of a, a heat heat wave. How many songs into the set does that shirt come off, Drew? <laughs> yeah, Drew, the shirt ain't staying it's on. It's been getting worse over time because I think I'm getting older and my like my my, my lymphatic system is slowing down. Or, or I don't even know if that's the right system to be talking about. But what a great way of saying your body is looking worse the older you get. Yeah, <laughs> I, get, I get I get hotter. My- I get like hotter sooner. Well, you think you know like I you know oh. yeah I get hotter sooner and so I I take it off sooner. Oh, but I try to make it at least like. At least the, like thirty five minutes. Okay. You're like the guy that at Barry's at Barry's boot camp who like he turns the treadmill on and the shirt comes off. And I'm like, bro, you're not even sweating. Yeah, yet. like we yeah, gotta, preemptive. Well, I feel like it's funny too. Like obviously, I'm I'm like five or six years older. I think five. Uh, and you know, not as good looking and handsome. And I can tie this all back into the to the, to the Silas thing too in a second. But like you know, no need to. It's already good. You can't, you know what I mean? You can't both be shirtless up there. So there was like one oh. show, like when Drew goes shirtless, I'm like, fuck, I guess I'm, I'm locked in now. I'm sweating it out. I'm sweating it do out. You, do you ever just maybe roll up a sleeve on your shirt just to feel? <laughs> yeah. So just... There was like, there was this, there was one show in like Europe where I was just like one, like 20 seconds in, I was just like, Bucket. just like beat him to it and i was like i'm fucking <laughs> i'm the shirtless one this show now and i hope that didn't throw off the chi all of a sudden everything's going haywire yeah. the drummer's off beat somehow you can get away with that in europe but but going back to the stylist thing for stylist thing for a second like it sucks for me because like i don't look good as in clothing as he does you know what i mean so like <laughs> you get all this great stuff pulled and you're like putting it on and you're just like what the fuck is wrong with me? You know what I mean? Like, why is this shit not? Why is this not? Why is this not working? <laughs> yeah. And you know, and so body's like, not good I've enough. Kind of have this like de- de- defeatist mentality, like with fashion, where you're like, I want to participate, but like, it's just, Damn. it's not hitting the same way. And uh, and so I pretty much have just given up. Like, I do it, but like inside i'm just like doing it to do the mo- to go through the motions but it's not i'm dead I, th- I think a lot of people can yeah. relate with that alex yeah a lot of people can relate with that alex first of all this is the first time hearing this and i feel really terrible for alex <laughs> uh, but, and i also feel bad because maybe I, I like to wear some like more more wild shit not like crazy shit but like some more wild stuff and like i spend time with blake and get the the fits ready and i think maybe then he brings those to alex and poor alex is sure. over there not knowing I'm not. None of us are knowing that he's. But Drew, really Drew, it's not your fault. You have such a hot little body. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's, not, not, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. This is God's plan. You guys are doing just fine. If if Drew has to buy t-shirts, you know what I mean. Yeah. It's not the, it, it, You know, it's like you're buying. T-shirts. Alex doesn't look bad. It's just you know how does he compete? I feel like it plays into like my like larger life like like ideology, which is just like set the bar really low. You know what I mean? And and then mm-hmm. blow people away when you you know what I mean? No, that's when, a great like, that's a great approach. It's a great. So like approach. this beard is like it's intense right now. You know what I mean? It's a lot. Like a lot of people are having to take this in over the last two weeks. And then like <laughs> I'm gonna show up on Friday to Ezu and it's gonna be all trimmed up and they're gonna be like, damn. 
You know what I mean? And it's like, oh, it's so called, it's called to, edging. You know, it's called edging, Alex. I do it every day. Yeah. I love edging. By the way, I love edging. I'm a huge fan. <laughs> I love it. Ask anybody. Ask anybody. They'll tell you that I love it. <laughs> uh, okay. Is your is your girlfriend there? Yeah. Yeah. Put her on. Put her on. Uh, so <laughs> we haven't practiced it in so long because there's just no. You know okay, what I mean? No, like, I once you're like four years deep in a relationship, you're festival just like, season. Yeah, festival you know? season. You're busy. You're busy. You know? Well, no. You're <laughs> just like I'm trying. Let's just get this. Let's just get this over with. Let's watch some Love Island. You know what I mean? You're not like of edge me, edge oh. me for 45 minutes here. You know, you're just no, like, you're not. You're you're not yeah. doing that. Yeah, you're yeah. not doing that. What is the now? I did so when we when we talked about uh, you on the show, Alex. It's because I had spotted you yeah. at a local members club and local eatery. You were eating caviar, and I had been to this place. I'm a member. I've been to this place several times, and I had never seen anyone get caviar. I didn't even know they had it on the menu. <laughs> Yeah. And I just thought that was I just thought that was funny and you you did look like you were with like a money guy like a guy you were looking to have invest in something or maybe vice versa. It didn't look it didn't look like a peer. It didn't yeah. look like a peer. So uh I was with this guy Pejman who runs this really successful venture fund called Paired VC. Uh they invested like that makes like sense. Dropbox and DoorDash, you know, made mm-hmm. fortunes. Super super nice guy. Uh mm-hmm. and uh he was in LA and was like let's get together. He, I know he wants to wants to be a, become a member of that place. So I was like, oh, let's go have a drink there. Yes. Uh, and you know, I was just like, you know, when you get the craving, you're just like, I want caviar. Like, and like, I'm like, <laughs> and you ask the person, and you're like, do you want caviar too? And they're like, no. And you're like, I'm still getting caviar. And <laughs> and so I just faced this caviar by myself. <laughs> but I will be critical for a second here. I do. I'm not a fan of the potato chips with caviar. It feels it's not right. And you know what I mean? Like, like it should be a little toasty. Now we're getting into the good stuff. A little, to- a little toasty thing you say, which sounds like you a know, chip. like a little toasty. white bread, like the little white bread. A bellini, you know, like a bellini circles. thing is what they a bellini, call it. Yes, bellini, yeah. but not even the bellinis. The pancakes are kind of whack too. It's really just like a thin white bread slice that's like crunch, well toasted, and you know, just like you're paying all this money for this thing. Like you're just gonna throw some Lay's potato chips at me, expect this to to satis- be satisfactory. Yeah, um, people love a high love situation, but it's interesting that you're a you're a fan of the toast point. I like that about you. Yeah, yeah, thank that, you. That is a surprising twist. It's, it's some classic refined eating. And I think he left early. Like he had another thing, and then I sat there for like another ten minutes by myself finishing the <laughs> caviar. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm gonna. I, I'll, I'll stay. I'll finish. I got it. I got yeah. it. I'm gonna finish this up. I'll yeah. see you later. Have fun tonight. That is a. <laughs> where where else now where else are you guys eating in la what are your favorite you know we have a lot of opinions on this do you have any go-to we don't want to dox your palate we don't want to do- yeah we don't want to fuck you up too bad but you know there's a japanese barbecue place that i'm not going to say the name i made this mistake with raul's in new york city i told everyone about raul's and now i can't even get a fucking reservation there no one can get a reservation yeah yeah it's fucked new york is new york is fucked in that way though you can't well you need a you need a plug you have to have a plug to go anywhere our assistant has this really clever hack that I'm also not going to give away that is like <laughs> that is like opened up doors for us now like like there's no restaurant that's out of, wow. out of reach okay, at this, this is, point we'll talk offline yeah. we'll connect offline about yeah. this um yeah this it's is, simple, do you have to be a famous multimillionaire to, in order for this hack to work or could no, this, no no okay Okay, no. so it could work for some lowly podcasters. That's good to know. So say you just say you're in the chain smokers, and they'll believe you. Because <laughs> any two white guys. Could I mean, be. honestly, Jason and I could easily say we're the. We could easily say we're the chain smokers, and probably I mean, Jason's pretty tall. But Jason's pretty tall, so it's like that's the only giveaway. Hey, they're not. They're not small. There's some big fellas. I'm six two. 
I know, but How Jason's tall are you, Jason? six nine. He's huge. Whoa! What the fuck? What the fuck? Is that why your camera's off? Is it just like disturbing? Yeah, it's, it's very. <laughs> I don't even. I don't even fit. I don't even fit on the screen. It's Why too, even turn it on? It's too weird looking. So there's a ja- there's a Japanese barbecue. Can, can I ask you? <laughs> Go ahead. How big is your dick? How big is your dick, Jason? I'm not going to answer that question. <laughs> you, you're not. You're not. You're not the first person to ask him that, but you might be the first person on how long gone to ask him that. So that's great. <laughs> That's good to. I'm do. just curious if it actually is bigger than like a six foot one guy, or oh, if it's no, just, you're just six that, nine. I don't think that's how dicks work, and I, I, yeah, I don't want to be the expert on. I don't want to be the <laughs> not, dick not for expert, white guys. Not for white guys. I don't want to be the dick expert here, but it does. I feel like all of that is a fallacy that women have put on us. You know, we've had to kind of break out of that. Get it? Fallacy. That's good. <laughs> I got. I'm, I'm here. I'm here all night. Nice. I'm here. I'm here all night, guys. I'm here all night. It's it's not dinky. <laughs> I'll say that. Okay. Wow, Jason. Big statement. Big yeah. statement. The, <laughs> I, I would where hold on. Where is this Japanese barbecue place that you like? What neighborhood is it in? It's it's right near. It's on West Third Street, right near uh like the what's the Beverly Center. Beverly Center. Beverly Center. Oh, the Beverly Center. Okay, okay. I know the yeah. that's on my running route. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll keep my eyes peeled. Let me tell you, let me and I'll tell you why it's my favorite. First of all, food's exceptional, and you could be in and out within an hour and fifteen minutes. And have everything. Like they just like rain that. it down on you. You know what I mean? They're just like, you go for the American Wagyu tasting menu, bam, 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 10 courses, hour 15, you're back home on your couch. Like that hits all of the spots for me. Like, you know, I, I hate when you're in a restaurant and you're sitting there for like three and a half hours waiting for food to come out. You're, you're not even hungry by the time your main course uh, arrives. Alex, Alex, you and I are cut from the same cloth, Chief. I, all this omakase, all this three-hour, four-hour taste. Jason just went to Noma when we were in Copenhagen. How long was it, Jason? Five hours of pure pleasure. Five hours. There's... You, you want to talk about edging, Alex? <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was edging my mouth for many hours. So, so, when, so you, you pull up to, to Manpuku Japanese barbecue. God damn it! And then an hour, an hour later, you're back on the couch jacking off. What a dream come true, right? I, I, knew, I, knew, I knew you had small penis energy. <laughs> no, I just I did the same thing that any listener would do. I googled Japanese barbecue Beverly Center, and it came up instantly. But you know what? I can. I'll. Ble- I'm happy to bleep it out too. It'll be more fun if I bleep no, it out. No, it's all right. There's, they've got a. They've got a. They've got a few locations, so I can mix it up. Okay. <laughs> all right, you can. You can, hit, you can hit the valley if you have to. It's yeah, not a yeah. problem. It's not a problem. I have. I have a. I have a car. Um. We so on the show we have a re- recurring segment where we kind of ask musicians um about a sync or license that the you know kind of changed their life from a monetary perspective or maybe one they passed up that they deeply regret looking back on it and i'm sure you guys have some of those tales to share but, but for you guys i want to do a musical sync license you know the super bowl commercial you turned down and you fucked that one up but i also would like to hear maybe an investment yeah yeah did sync you talk did you, you know? sleep on uber i know i know the tequila is going well but maybe a tequila that didn't go so well you know <laughs> I mean, I can tell you, like, I mean, and I respect this policy of theirs, but like, Coldplay doesn't allow any sense really of any music of theirs. I didn't realize that. And so, like, mm. something just like something just like this is obviously like probably a pretty primo song for those. And it was just like not possible. Like, right, <laughs> did they tell the you jump, that like before like, you went in the lab, or was this discussed after? 
It was discovered after. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, that's our story. That's our story. We did a song with fucking Coldplay and we can't. And you're like, thankfully, this is not a Coldplay song, Chris. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, I totally respect it. Like, you know, they're they're probably smart about it because, like, think how how many songs, like, the whole connotation of a song can get changed by like a shitty, totally, no, uh, totally. Re- you know, like reference to it. It could and have ruined. It could have ruined. You know, fix you. One one Ford yeah. Ranger commercial and the whole thing's. I mean, it's not like. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not like Coldplay needs an extra three hundred k. You know what I mean? They're, everyone's doing just fine. A hundred. Yeah, I think so it's I do a, respect it, it as well. It is a special position to be in to turn that stuff down, but I think it is a, of pure intention with Coldplay. Yeah. Like, I think that's like a smart. They have too many songs that are so ubiquitous that it could have fucked everything up. You're absolutely right. The connotation yeah, yeah. changes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. It, it's it's. The, I'm trying to think. Like, I mean, there was like a. a I don't know if it was State Farm. It was one of those like insurance. It wasn't Geico. It wasn't State Farm. But it was one of the big three. Yeah. Um, or four. And they like mm-hmm. did an interpolation of Don't Let Me Down. And I was like, this is actually really nice. Like, <laughs> it was like a good insurance commercial. Uh, I don't remember how much we got paid. I, I don't think like the sinks are as like. They're definitely like great, but I don't think they're like life as life changing. We've just I don't know. we've just heard we've heard some amazing stories from like Jeff from the band Thursday because they were like a punk band with like ethos. Yeah, turned down a, a million dollars to be in an American Express like print ad. Yeah, what? <laughs> and it's just and he's like, bro, it's the stupidest thing. Like, think about that. But that's, like that, Thursday that's changed so much. But like Thursday, totally, it's like, over. I grew up on Thursday. Like they're like well, one of my fans, favorite bands as a kid, and like I remember like i was such a hardcore kid and the idea of selling out was like i was allergic to it you know and like any no, of course any no, we band did that you know maybe like for them at the time you know like they would that would have been they would have lost fans they were yeah. at least it felt like that. oh but they like, definitely they definitely would have they definitely i mean but it's like after you at a certain point with that stuff it's like you've already signed to a major it's like what's the where's the line for selling out but you never know the fans decide but uh, right. speaking of hardcore we had walter from gorilla biscuits on and he was like yeah KFC was going to use one of our songs for a quarter million dollars and we turned it down because we're vegetarian and now he's like would have been pretty sick to have that money would have been nice would have been nice turns out I'd be able to sleep at night yeah. <laughs> okay well do you want to talk about some investment stuff then maybe a, a jaw 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 that didn't jaw so well <laughs> It was for ha I know. I we know. know you, we know you guys are. Ha-ha. We know you guys are sh- are shrewd investors. And Jason and I are obviously looking to get our toes wet once we start making some real bread. So if there's, in, is it? Do you guys go with your guts, or do you have like a board of advisors that kind of helps you out? Uh, I wouldn't call it board of advisors. I mean, when we started investing, uh, we were just angel investors. We have our, you know, great business manager Josh Klein, who you know, who's been really instrumental in kind of like mm-hmm. financially setting us up and thinking about, you know, the future yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. Um, Shout and, out to Josh. You know, and we had a great, we had a big platform, and you know, we had a lot of inbound deal flow. But I think what became apparent was that, you know, first of all, as entertainers or athletes and people like that have, like, we have this platform. So naturally, the people that are seeking you out are generally like consumer related businesses because they want distribution totally. and they want marketing which are the two mm-hmm. things that they think mm-hmm. we can provide and i think you know sometimes those things really align well and you could find a great company like a liquid death or uh you know poppy or something like that that you know you're a big fan of the product and you ha- you know and you like it and i think that's an important part mm-hmm. of investing in consumer is actually believing in the product and, and using it um but I think, you know, we're not blind and we're reading headlines about companies like Palo Alto Networks and CrowdStrike and Stripe and Robinhood. And you're like, why are none of these companies coming and 
asking us to invest. Uh, <laughs> sure, sure. And, hold on, yeah. hold the fuck on. And, and not only that, but like the multiples are way bigger. Like the businesses, you know, generally are sure. much larger. And you know, and it, we're very lucky. And I think that you know, the one of the best parts about you know having been in the chain smokers is that we've get to, gotten to meet so many incredible people. You know, throughout the years, and we've never been transactional people. And it's always been about building relationships. And like, who knows what kind of dividend they pay in the future? And we met a great group of founders. Uh, you know, probably like six or seven years ago now that I remember sitting with them and they were like, guys, I don't even know what you're like. I can tell you're very interested in the investment space. You're interested in technology. You're super curious and thoughtful people. I don't even know. I heard, you know, I hear you guys talking about investing in, as an angels, but, and I don't want to even ask what you're invested in, but I'm just going to tell you right now, I can pretty much for, say for certain that the stuff you're invested in is garbage compared to what you should be investing in. <laughs> and sure, sure. And they were the ones that were like, you know, if you guys care, take a more proactive approach and seek out the things that are interesting, you know, and exciting to you. And and that was, you know, that was the beginning of kind of this obviously much, much bigger journey that we've been on more recently. But we love it. You know, it's like it's really exciting to work with founders. Again, you know, we everything we've done has been kind of the function of outworking people i think we really just we're not always we're definitely not always the smartest people like most of the time we're not the smartest people in fact we're probably the stupidest people um but we like (laughs) have a really great work ethic and i think with founders building the people that build things you know we really relate to them in that sense and that struggle and and it's fun to like participate in that journey and then use and you know use the tools and things that we've accumulated over the years to hopefully give them a better shot at whatever they're doing um, but the challenge was always to like, you know, look outside the scope of what you would imagine us to invest in. Instead, look after, look at AI companies, look at machine learning companies, look at data and cloud infrastructure companies, look at cyber companies. And we, you know, built an incredible team around us at Mantis, which is like our fund that, you know, I like the, I, I like the idea that you're, lo- I like that you're looking at machine learning and everybody else is like, yeah, I'll put 50,000 into your restaurant, I guess. I'll yeah. Ne- yeah. <laughs> I got, I'll never see that again, but I yeah. can get a table on a Friday. It's worth it. I mean, it gives you perspective. I mean, I think back some of the things I did and I was like, God damn, like I was so stupid <laughs> to do that. And how, how many nightclubs, how many nightclubs did you invest in? I mean, honestly, we've been really good. We don't invest. I haven't invested in any restaurants or nightclubs. Uh, damn, that's impressive. That's honestly, yeah. that's hard to resist. That's hard to resist. But like, shout out to Josh. Josh is like, you'll never make money in a restaurant, like ever, like under no circumstance. Like, like maybe see, like, ma- see, major food group investors, but that's like, it. no, but Alex, I agree with you, but it doesn't stop people. And that's what's so shocking. Everybody knows that you're not going to make money on a restaurant, yeah. but they can't help themselves because it's sexy. But yeah that's it we just talked that's exactly the point is that like they want to feel cool by being owning a piece of hopefully this like popping restaurant you know that becomes like a yeah carbone or you know whatever and and they could say like i'm a part owner of carbone and i can get a table whenever i want and that's their like social equity capital yeah it's worth it it's worth it to you if that's what you want out of it if you're, yeah, if yeah. you're not looking if that's These what you want it's fine the people also people that will spend a hundred thousand dollars at the club yeah, on a single night, yeah. you know. So, dr- and so to start a restaurant is those startup costs compared to, you know, creating a yeah. SaaS company. Yeah. So, like, it's like, you know, <laughs> like cool, cool. So I can go out for one night or own part of this thing, and then they're going around and tell everybody that they want to look cool in front of yeah. that. Like, oh, I own the place, yeah. you know. And so that that's kind of the business. When you model when you there. look at it like that, when you look at it like that, it makes a lot of sense. Hey, yeah. as as Lil Wayne says, it, it ain't tricking if you got it, guys. That's true. Yeah, that's true. But also, like, I mean, I'm you know, obviously, like venture in general, I feel like is. I don't know if it's gone mainstream, but certainly more people are aware of, of you know, in, at being coming investors into these different businesses. 
And, but I like say it with caution because, you know, I see a lot of like, you know, there's a lot of like new value money being created in younger generations, whether it's through TikTok or YouTube and, mm-hmm. you know, being creators, like there's a lot of opportunity there. Only fans. I know there's like a temptation to like dive into venture and investing off the bat, but like, that is the last thing you should be starting with as an investment. Like you should buy your house, you should pay it off. You should like invest in the public markets, diversify your portfolio, yeah. you know, and then when all of that stuff is done, you could start investing in but venture. It's, but it's glamorized. Shit, shit, it's glamorized. It's different. It's sexy. Yeah, this shit takes forever, like forever. Like if you be prepared to wait a decade for to make a single dollar, actual liquid dollar from an investment, mm-hmm. if you even are lucky enough to do that. So it's not like for the faint of heart, you kind of have to be motivated by something different, which I think is where, you know, why I think, I don't want to say we've been successful, but I think that's what has allowed us to make the moves we've been able to make is because, you know, like, uh, sure, like generating, you know, outsized returns is a huge part of it, but it's really about like the whole process of like finding these companies, working with them, helping them grow. Like I, I, I'm personally motivated by winning and and that's hell yeah like why me too is, me too motherfucker so yeah, yeah i love winning i want to yeah. crush the competition i want to fucking win guys i'm hard as a rock right now you should see that yeah. you should see my, you should see my dartboard with all the other podcasters on it i don't play about this yeah. shit this is not a game dude. this is not a game I mean, that's, we were the same thing we were the same way in music it's like you were like friends with everyone but then you'd like walk away and be like we gotta kill that motherfucker of like, course like, yes yeah, that's like, the right that's the right way to be it's all in yeah. it's all healthy in my opinion it seems healthy to me to be like that absolutely you call you call that a lick Lee remix pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you how it's done. <laughs> oh, we're, we're going nuts. to the studio right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not follow these nuts. Uh, all, right, all right, guys. Look, thank you for joining us today on How Long Gone. It was a pleasure. Um, it feels feels overdue, and um, we're going to take Southwest to Vegas one of these nights to, to see you guys and have you guys, the full uh, experience. Come, come join us sometime. Let's uh, let's we'll, we will. Yeah, come join us sometime. We'd love to have you. I need to I need to I need to have the full experience after hearing about the ins and outs. You know what I mean? Yeah, I need to have the it's full a good experience. time. I mean, you'll you'll we'll really we can Vegas get Chris to stay up that late. I'm sure you're the ba- you're the only people I want to go to Vegas <laughs> with. You're the only people I want to go to Vegas with. <laughs> only ones. Uh, but you know, thank you guys. Have good shows. Uh, Red Rocks in New York and all that stuff. And we'll see you soon. Thanks for having us. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having us on.